Well, hello and welcome to Virtual Team Dynamics, the Ulfire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at Ulfire. At Ulfire, we specialise in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through understanding how your team members communicate and interact. This is episode number 16, and today we're going to be talking about, about work share planning for project success. So we'll discuss a little bit about what work share is and then how you can plan your work share to get the best from your projects. As with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying blog article on the Ulfire website. So please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, subscribe to our regular newsletter, subscribe to the podcast and generally find out a bit more about how we may be able to help you and your business. So work share planning for project success. The the idea of a work share, the idea of sharing work around the world has been very common for a very long time. The challenge has been that for a long time it's been difficult to actually execute sharing the work. It wasn't until we started to see reasonably decent high-speed internet communications become available in in many many different countries that uh, that organizations really were able to start to make some inroads into sharing their work um, prior to that the the networks weren't quick enough sharing work typically relied on packages being sent physically so drawings or data would be would be put into um, into um, a courier package and would be sent around the world there were even times when people would hand carry pieces of information from one place to another Um, but that uh, thankfully those days are behind us now the internet has pretty well reached out into most of the places where people want to do work or get work done and that's made it an awful lot easier for organizations to start to share their work around Now, while it's a relatively common practice to share the work, it still is not particularly well understood as far as how to get the best from sharing your work around your organisation or external to your organisation into other businesses who may be helping and supporting you with your work. So that planning process is something that really needs to be understood and considered each time a new project gets started. So before I go any further here, I'll just talk a little bit about um, a definition, for want of a better expression, of work share and how the concept of work share varies relative to the idea of a virtual team. So a virtual team is a group of people who work typically using the internet as an electronic form of communication to to undertake their work when they are not physically co-located. So virtual teams is very much about the team itself. It talks about the people and it talks about how those people interact. Work share is really how the work is shared amongst those people. Now what you tend to find in a, in a lot of industries, particularly industries like the engineering space, a lot of organizations will use work share and virtual teams interchangeably. 
So in the context of this particular podcast and the article that accompanies it, we're really in many ways talking about the same thing, but we're talking about it in a different context. So the work share is how the work itself is distributed and shared among members of the virtual team. So hopefully that subtle differentiation there will make the rest of this the rest of this article the rest of this podcast make a lot more sense. So typically when organizations sit down to do their project planning they'll worry, worry and wonder and plan the scope to work out exactly what they want to achieve with the project. They'll work out how long it's going to cost and how many Uh, hours of labour will be required to execute that work and they'll work out what the budget is going to be for that cost. They'll look and see both how much the labour will cost and also how much the actual equipment that may be bought as part of the project will cost as well. They'll also consider risks and opportunities, they'll look at some stakeholder planning and so forth. But typically what doesn't happen so frequently when organisations are planning to share their work is they tend not to think about how and why and where they're going to share their work to. It's often a very, very quick decision. The managers will look at where they have capacity in their business and they'll say, right, okay, we're going to send this amount of work to that office. But they don't look to see whether that office has the right skills in place for the work that's going to be done there. Yeah, holistically, they will make sure if it's if it's a particular task, they'll make sure that that office has done something along those lines in the past. But they tend not to look to see whether the people who are going to receive the work, whether those people have um, the right communication skills, whether they have the right networks, whether they have the right connections and whether they're able to actually work effectively in a multi-center environment. They tend also, management organisations tend not to look too hard at the interpersonal skills of the project managers that they're going to put onto this work. So they tend to pick a project manager because that project manager has done potentially similar work, but not necessarily to look to see if that manager has managed work in a similar way. So you may have someone who's delivered a similar project in the past, but that project could have been done using a co-located team. Suddenly, once you start to put the work into multi-centre work sharing rather than um, single-centre work, the skills of the managers need to be need to be different. Similarly, the project sponsors, the people within the management side of an organisation, they need to understand the relationships that they're expecting their personnel to work within and they need to be able to understand that to the point where they can support and will support the people and the management of that project while they work in a virtual environment. So the 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 management level both within the project and external to the project needs to understand and support the the work share approach not just the work itself. So they need to really, really understand how the work is going to be managed and spread so that they can get the best from their team. And if they get the best from their team, they will get the best from their project. So the few things that we recommend as far as planning for project success in a work share um, situation, the first one is to understand how the work is shared. So to actually, during that planning phase, to look at what the work is, to look at where the work 
well, to look at what the tasks are and then from those tasks to determine firstly where ideally the best skills are within the organisation to undertake that work or if the work is being done in multi-centres for costs to work out where the most cost-effective place to do it is. But then to look beneath that and to look beyond that at the skills of the people who are going to be involved to make sure that they have the right skills available in each location for where the work is going to be undertaken. The second thing that needs to be considered is who will lead the work. The project manager, uh, project management skills for co-located work is quite a, um, a different skill set or a slightly smaller skill set in some ways to project management skills for managing multi-centre work. So when you've got a project manager managing shared work in a work share environment, that manager needs to be able to understand the work pressures in each location as, um, in, as well as they understand the work pressures in the one location where they're based. They need to be able to understand and to work with some of the inconsistencies and vagaries and um, and what have you that you would experience as well in this in this environment, so that they can get the best from all of their different organisational locations. Then back again to the sponsors themselves and the management organisation, they need to understand why they're doing the work in the manner that they're doing it. They really need to sit and understand how the work will be executed, where the work will be executed and why the work will be executed in those places. Then they need to look at the organisational structure, the reward structures, the way that the structure of the business um, communicates, what the pressures are on specific area managers, country managers, office managers and so forth and make sure that those managers and that structure is put together in such a way that it will support them working in a work share form because if their structure is a traditional located based on uh, profit and loss centres then the management may well be re rewarded for work executed by their office for their location and if that work then conflicts with work being done in their office for another location work which is being shared then there may be times when there may be some conflict over who has priority, how priorities are determined and why. So organisations really need to look at the support structure for the work that's being done. Then the fourth area that we believe we really need to consider when you're putting this together is to make an appropriate allowance for travel costs and for communication technology costs. Now it's very tempting when you're setting up a virtual team and when you're setting up a workshare structure to assume that the technology will remove the need for some of the travel. And yes, certain portions of travel you may be able to avoid by having very good video conferencing, for instance. But you still need times when various people within the project need to meet face to face. So you need to maintain some allowance in your budgets for travel costs so that people can travel to meet one another. You also need to make an extra allowance within the budget for communications technology costs. If you think you only need, say, one video conference or one face-to-face -face video technology platform and one room somewhere within each location, there's a likelihood that if you believe you only need one, in reality you may need two or three or more in some locations. 
Yeah, if you've got an office with only 20 people working in it, you can probably survive quite comfortably with one video conference facility there. But if you get to an office where you may have 100 people in it who need then to communicate with multiple different locations around the world, you may well find that those that one facility is not sufficient and that you need multiples. So you need to make appropriate allowances both for the travel requirements that go with using a, uh, a work share approach for your work. You also need to make sure that you've got allowances for the communication technologies that you need. So just to quickly skip over those four again, the four key points that we need you to consider when you're setting up your work share is how the work is being shared and why, who will lead the work and whether they have the right skills to do that, who will support the execution of the work at the sponsor's level and at the business level, and to make sure that there are sufficient funds available for sensible amounts of travel and sensible amounts of communication technology and that those funds are made available freely during the life of the project and are not controlled by someone external to the project. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and uh, if you have, please do check us out at uh, the Ulfire website which is www.ulfire.com.au While you're there, subscribe to our podcast feed to keep up to date with future episodes. Subscribe to our fortnightly newsletter to to keep appraised of both what's happening within the Ulfire business but also what's happening broadly within virtual teams around the world and uh, very lo- very much look forward to speaking to you in future episodes thank you <laughs>